Hey, you're listening to the Sweet Pasta Experience. I'm your host, Sweet Pasta, aka the Princess Ho, and this podcast is for all the Princess Hoes and the men that love us. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hey, Sweet Pasta fans, thank y'all so much for listening to another episode of the Sweet Pasta Experience. Make sure y'all subscribe, leave reviews, share the podcast with a homie, leave a donation on the Inca website, just saying, help Sweet Pasta get paid. And this is so special because this episode is number 15, three months of podcasting. Thank y'all so much for being part of this journey. This is a big deal to Sweet Pasta because in the past, I've started things and quit. Consistency is my area of growth. Plus, I just remember the times where I used to be just so shy. Side note, if you are feeling down about yourself, just look back and remember that you ain't where you used to be. Growth is a beautiful thing. So anyways, today's episode, I am talking about being your own princess hoe and giving yourself that princess treatment. And we're celebrating my 30th birthday. So exciting. Yay me. Happy birthday, sweet pasta. So... The question that I got from one of my princess hoes is, I don't have a pursuer, but I want princess hoe treatment. What should I do? First of all, thank you for this question. Secondly, when I say I get it, I get it. Because sweet pasta is single like a jump rope. And I know what it's like to be super pretty, to be eager to put your princess parts on somebody. You know, you're just full of princess activity, but you ain't got no pursuers around. My advice to you is give yourself that princess treatment. Don't wait around for someone to treat you like a princess hoe. Because I'm learning that how you treat yourself sets the tempo, the pace, the tone, whatever phrase you want to use for how others treat you. And you have to teach and show men how you want to be treated. So when a pursuer comes into your life, they will either match your princess hotivity or they're going to exceed that princess treatment that you're given. So I make an effort to get my lashes done, my nails done. I make an effort to buy flowers every week when I go grocery shopping. It's a non-negotiable. So I don't have to tell a man I'm a princess hoe and deserve princess treatment. He can see through my actions. Like, oh, she, she ain't no joke. You know what I'm saying? And then if you ever come across a fake pursuer, you know, giving you the minimum effort, You'll be, it'll be super easy to cut them off because you'll think that's all you got. That's the best you can do. I could do bad by myself. So yeah, princess hoes, give yourself the best princess treatment before you expect anyone else to do. And it took Sweet Pasta 30 years to learn that. <laughs> so I don't expect y'all to know that from the jump. And this question makes me think about my trip to Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic. But before we jump into the episode, let's do the word of the day. So today's word is pertinacious. According to Google, pertinacious means holding firm to an opinion or a cause of action. And the reason I chose this word is Sweet Pasta, her zodiac sign is a Taurus, the bull. And Sweet Pasta is a stereotypical Taurus. Aggressive, strong-minded, passionate. Ain't, change, ain't no way you change my mind. My mind's made up. My mind is made up. And when it came to planning my 30th birthday, I was pertinacious about going somewhere and celebrating myself, despite what my bank account looked like. And I 
love motivational speeches. And there was a speech by Tony Robbins. And he said, you don't get in life the goals that you set, but you always get your standards. And thinking about myself and what's non-negotiable for my life is traveling. Got to get my passport stamped. Love being on a a plane. And I just think there's so much world to see. Also, when it comes to my life, I'm very pro-fun and joy, especially for my birthday. Like, I grew up with the understanding that my birthday is special at the minimum, cake and gifts. Also, something that one of my friends, her father taught me, he's a tourist just like me, is that it's your responsibility to celebrate your life. Other people can celebrate you, do nice things, but you, it's your job to celebrate you. Don't wait around for someone to celebrate your birthday. No, you can do it. So initially I had planned on going to Cuba, but money was kind of funny and I was kind of fearful of the government. So then I was thinking, well, let's save some money. Let's just do Miami, get a hotel, buy yourself some flowers, order in some food, have at it. And I was like, nah, man, this is your 30th birthday, sweet pasta. You ain't going to be 30 again. Celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself. So then I was thinking, well, where can I go that Southwest goes? Because that's my favorite airline two free bags and some snacks. Where can I go? Um, That's a Spanish-speaking country. So I was like, oh, Costa Rica. Don't know nothing about Costa Rica, but I did have sex with this Costa Rican man, episode two. He had a really big dick. And I was thinking, well, he had a really big dick, so the country can't be too bad. But I checked the weather, and it was raining. And something I learned from my 26th birthday when I went to Memphis, don't spend your birthday in some rainy weather. So then I thought, okay, Punta Cana. But then I was thinking, no, I don't want to go to Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, because that's going to be a bunch of resorts. And when I had went to the Bahamas the year before, it was mostly Bahamians working and then Americans enjoying the resort. And I want to be immersed in Dominican culture. So I was like, girl, you got to take that L. You ain't going to anywhere fun that Southwest goes. So we're going to have to switch your airline. So then I thought to myself, Let's go to the Dominican Republic because that same week, my homeboy who's Dominican had called me and I was thinking, hmm, Santo Domingo, where should I go? And I looked up El Alpha and he's a Dembo artist. If you don't know, Dembo is like Dominican house music. It's really fun, upbeat music. And I looked where he is from, El Alpha. He's from Santo Domingo, Boca Chica, to be specific. So I was like, okay. And then I told people um, I had booked the trip 24 hours before it was time for me to leave. (laughs) <laughs> and I was telling people, oh, yeah, I'm going to the DR, blah, blah, blah. And they were so afraid for me. Like, why are you going to travel by yourself? Because for me, I'm more afraid of growing older and looking back and realizing, wow, didn't take any risk. I didn't see nothing, didn't live life. I was just afraid to do anything. I waited for my friends to have fun. Like, no, I could do bad by myself. And I'm reading this book by Gabrielle Union. It's called You Got Something Stronger, something like that. And she said something D. Wade had taught her um, was a quote. And his quote was, your doubt is not as strong as my self-belief. Something along those lines. Like, you could be scared and you could stay at home, but I'm going to go see the world. (laughs) Hello. So, end up booking a flight, traveling to the DR. And I liked the trip going there because I sat next to this lady and she was just so nice. And I just love a confident woman. She was 50 years old career woman got divorced had two kids and she was just telling me how she was enjoying her relationship with her man now who's Dominican he's six years younger than her and I could tell that she was a very opinionated strong-minded confident 
money-focused woman. And I could tell that he was self-assured. And she was just bragging about him, like how sweet he was, how fun he was, how hardworking, how she enjoyed working the business because they shared a yacht business together. And the reason she was on the flight was because he had went to the DR to do some business. And then he had missed her. So he had booked the ticket for her. And she was like, yeah, I didn't feel comfortable with him buying me a ticket. It's too much money for just a weekend. And I was like, girl, no. He could always get that money back. But a quality woman who's ambitious and grateful like yourself, that's hard to come by. So he just, you know, let him celebrate you. So anyways, it was just a good conversation. I always love me a good female role model. So I get up to the Dominican Republic, Santo Domingo. I go into the bank in the airport to change my money to Dominican pesos. And then I'm at the bank and the teller, he was like, who are you here with? And I was like, uh, I'm by myself. And he was like, well, if you need some company, you text me. And he gave me his number. Mind you, they mostly speak Spanish in the Dominican Republic. So I'm navigating this whole island by myself with Spanish. And I was just like, bruh, I haven't been on this island for more than two hours. And I'm already getting holiday. Anyways, took a taxi from the airport to the Airbnb, pulled up to Airbnb, unpack, and then I set out to go explore Santo Domingo. And Santo Domingo, the area I was in, it was like on the southern part, right by the water. It looks just like Coral Gables if you're from the Miami area. Really pretty. And as far as like the people, the vibe was like New York, just like New York City. People hustling and bustling through the streets, you know, selling food in the streets, taking a bus, leaving work, kids playing Stray dogs, stray cats, trash in the streets, just like New York City. <laughs> if anything, New York City is Dominican-ish. But anyways, I'm walking around the neighborhood. It's super safe. And the men are trying to holler left and right. They're like, Morena, Morena this. Now, that's one thing I did like about the DR. They don't say miss, ma'am. They say Morena. Like That's an endearing way to say brown woman, brown lady. But what I didn't like was like the... Like a dog, like, uh-uh, don't do that. And also, I just feel like there's a way and a place to meet a man. And as women, we want a a story to tell our friends on how we met you. You trying to holler at me as I was walking down the street, that's, that's not a cute way to tell my friends how I met you. Anyways, still love the people in the Dominican Republic. They are beautiful physically. The silky hair, the golden brown skin. Like, I felt like I was with my people. And they was just really nice to me. But anyways, Friday night, end up chilling by the water. Got some empanadas from the street. And then this little girl came up to me. And we were talking. She was speaking Spanish. And we had a decent conversation. And she was like, who are you here with? And I was like, I'm here by myself. She was like, provecita. Like, basically, how bad? And I was like, no, I'm alone. I'm not lonely. And then I end up going to the Airbnb, masturbating, busting a nut enjoying myself <laughs> i promise y'all i tried to find someone special that night didn't work out so the next day wake up early i filmed some of content for my only fans account because i wanted to use this trip as a tax write-off <laughs> so i was like let me work while i'm on this trip use this airbnb this balcony had a good time end up taking a taxi <coughs> to the colonial zone the colonial zone is um a tourist area that's further <coughs> that's further west east i don't know east on the island and that's where christopher columbus had first colonized so it was really fun 
walked around, got some Presidente, some Dominican beer, some fried yuca from the streets. And of course, people trying to holla, listening to music, found a club to go to later that night. It was just really nice. And I got on the scooter, was riding around the city. Super, super fun. And then as I was walking around exploring, I ran to this tourist police officer because the Dominican Republic, they do not play about safety. They got police officers everywhere. They even got police officers for tourism. And then this little 22-year-old was trying to holler at me. He was really sweet and nice, but the conversation was just boring. And also, he wasn't that cute to me, but we managed to teach each other some words. He taught me some more Spanish. I taught him some English. We was able to get by. And then he just ended up following me on Instagram. So later that night, after um, I found a club from exploring earlier that day, I had hit up my Airbnb host. And I was like, hey, can you take me to the club? Because I want to save some money on the taxi. Side note, you pay for your product. You don't want nothing for free. It's in the 48 Laws of Power. You pay for your product. So he ended up driving me, but he ended up staying with me. And I was like, okay, come chill with me. But then I could tell he's not a dancer, not a clubber because he didn't have that much rhythm. So I'm dancing, having a good time, watching the youngins, the early 20-somethings dance. And I'm thinking to myself, man, I want to be a hoe right now. And I know you're not my man, but I just feel awkward with you standing right here when I want to go have fun. Plus, he said he managed a bunch of Airbnbs. So I was like, ooh, he might be a potential sugar daddy. I don't want to be a hoe in this moment because I may try to holler at him later. So also, I get really anxious when people aren't having a good time with me. Like, I'd rather you have fun without me versus you be bored with me. Like, quality time is my least love language. So I was like, man, I'm going to get rid of him. So I ended up lying to him. And I was like, yo, I got to go meet my friend at this pizza place. I got to go. So I ended up walking down the street. And then he ended up going back home or whatever. And then I ended up walking around and going back to the club. And I started dancing. And then everyone from the club on the top level went down to the bottle level with me. And it was cheering me on. It was like, hey, hey. I was like, oh, my gosh. I traveled around the world. And I'm still the life of the party. And then I went upstairs. And this group, it was four Dominicans. And one of the young ladies, she was like, oh, come here. She was like, you're here by yourself? Why? Like, it's my birthday. And I was like, I'm okay. I'm having fun. Because she thought I was lonely. No, shorty. I'm alone, not lonely. So we just ended up dancing, and they let me um, drink some of their alcohol. They shared it with me, and I'm just dancing, having a good time, all that. Dominicans know how to party. Oh, it was just so much fun seeing them have fun. Anyways, that Sunday, did another photo shoot for my OnlyFans account, filmed some content, and then got my COVID test to get back into the country. That was the only time that entire weekend I struggled with my Spanish but then we just end up doing charades and we end up figuring it out. But other than that, my Spanish was good enough to get by. Like, I promise you, people thought I was Dominican. <laughs> and then I made a failed attempt at going to the beach, even though my Airbnb host told me there is no beach in Santo Domingo. I was like, no, look at Google. Yes, there is a beach in Santo Domingo, but it's not like Punta Cana. Like the beach is full of garbage. You're not tanning there. You can go fishing there. You can stand near the water, but it's not cute. It uh-uh, uh-uh, don't go to Santo Domingo for the beach, mm <laughs> And then I end up walking around, super hot, tried to save money for a taxi, walking around, and then I went to a bakery to get me some cake and some coffee for my birthday, and tell me why I was waiting to cross the street, and this fine Dominican man, he was chocolate, he had waves and a fresh lining, he was like, oh, the morena is hot, but he said, he had said it in Spanish, and I, and I was just starstruck, and I... 
And I was trying to answer him. I wanted to tell him, like, yo, I speak English mostly. Like, that's why I'm looking at you like you're crazy. He was so fine, y'all. Dang. Oh, gosh. But anyways, went to the bakery. Then I ended up going to Olympic Park. And Olympic Park is this fancy outdoor park where they do different sports. It was really pretty. So all the greenery, all that. And I'm just walking to different areas. And I stopped at the tennis courts looking at people. And then I was like, yo, I want a chimichurri. And that's a Dominican burger. So I just ran, went to this random man. I was like, hi, where do I get a chimichurri? And he was like, oh, I'll walk with you. And as we're walking and talking, he tells me he's a professional tennis player. I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. But I could tell he was younger than me. He was all right looking, but I really wasn't interested in him like that. So then we end up pulling up to the volleyball courts. And oh my gosh, one of the best parts of this trip, seeing gay Dominican men play volleyball, I promise you, Gay Dominican men are just like black American men. The only difference between gay Dominicans and black American gay uh, gay men are the Dominican men, they got silkier hair and they speak Spanish, but they act just like gay black men in the States. Just as feisty, just as swole. They was calling each other piñas, and that's like pussy in Spanish. They was just feisty, just catty, and I was just like, whoa, y'all, why? Y'all taking this game seriously. And then at some point, I was just getting annoyed with the professional tennis player. One, because he had said, like, oh, they're all gay. And for me, that's a huge turnoff. Homophobia, it's just low vibration for me. Like, you got to be pro-gay people if you want to get down with sweet pasta. And plus, my mentality that weekend was I could do bad by myself. You ain't buy the plane ticket. You ain't buy the Airbnb. I did this on myself. I don't need your company. So I had told him in Spanish, straight up. I was like, hey, you don't need to be with me anymore. You can leave. And then he just walked off. Like, I'm not thirsty for company. So I just end up walking around. Um, and it looked just like New York, y'all. They play basketball, kids running around. It was definitely a vibe. So I end up exploring, leaving the park, and then I ride the train. The train in the DR is just like Miami. Super clean, super safe. There's police officers walking down, up and down the carts. But the train does not get you where you need to be. It's only two lines. <laughs> it's, it's real simple. It ain't like New York City where you can go almost anywhere, multiple routes. No, pretty simple. But it was super nice, super safe. And then I ended up going to this tourist area where there was like flags, you know, some paintings and all that. And I liked it. And then I'm waiting by the water. There was one man who was trying to help me with the rocks. And I was like, thank you. Because, you know, shivery ain't dead. It still got a, a pulse. <laughs> and then um this other guy tried to holler at me as I was walking to the rocks and he I just ignored him I was just like boy I'll come back to you you ain't going nowhere and then when I came back I was talking to him but his zipper was undone and his car was dirty and I was just like no nah, I'm good and you're not that cute he was light complexion I like morenos I like the chocolate Spanish guy a little golden in his skin and then later that day, end up going to this bodega. That's uh, for Dominicans, like on the island, every other block, there's a bodega. They playing music, usually Dominican bachata. And that's where you can get your, like, your beers, your milk, you know, some squares, something to eat. So as I waited for a Dominican sandwich, couldn't get my chimichurri. This one guy, he saw me dancing because I dance in public, super confident. He was like, oh, him and his friend was like, oh, he want to dance with you. And I'm thinking he's serious. And then his friend gets scared and whatnot. So I was just like, whatever. And then he kept trying to get at me. He was like, Morena, 
Morena, amor, amor. And I just ignore him. Like, boy, you a little boy. Like, get away from me. Where your uncle at? And then he see me later that night walking in the neighborhood. I promise you, he cursed me out. He was like, punto. But I was like, isn't it punta? Like, you know, feminine? But whatever. And then the next day, before my flight, ended up doing one more photo shoot for my OnlyFans account. So the Dominican Republic, what do I think of it? Absolutely love it. I would definitely go back. I'll even get a condo out there, give me some Airbnbs out there just to hustle. The people are beautiful, like physically beautiful with their silky hair and golden skin. But it's just so empowering to see black people, brown people like myself, speaking their language, living their life. I kid you not, Dominicans are just like black Americans. They just speak Spanish and got silkier hair. <laughs> but it's super safe. Definitely recommend it. You go see it. You will like it, I promise. So for my princess hoes, what can we learn from this? First things first, there's a whole world to see out there. Do not wait for someone to have fun and enjoy your life. You could do bad by yourself. Also, Dominican men are super fine, real easy on the eyes. I'm surprised some of them were married. Like, oh, sir. Good Lord. Good Lord. Um, second thing y'all should know is when y'all go to the club, don't wear nothing super, super short. Wear some shorts, wear some pants, or wear a long dress. Because I was trying to pop my princess parts, and because I had no panties on and had something short, I had to behave myself. <laughs> and then thirdly, be your own best friend. You know, if there's one thing you're going to learn from Sweet Pasta is self-sufficiency is sexy. I'm going to see the world. I'm going to have a good time. You know, I, throughout that whole trip, was alone, not lonely. Of course, I would have loved a pursuer to be with me, you know, especially pay for the trip. But just spend some time with me, you know. But I'm not going to wait for someone to enjoy my life, enjoy fun, and celebrate me. Nah. Sweet Pasta going to have a good time, whether you here or not. And also thinking about the first P of Princess Hotivity is pride. Not just how and how you look, where you come from, but pride in how people treat you and pride in what you tolerate. You know, there was plenty of guys trying to holler, but I knew they just only wanted to clap some cheeks, you know, get their tonsils, <laughs> tap my tonsils. And, you know, as a 30-something-year-old, I want to operate in wisdom, and I know better. Like a man hollering at you on the street, that's not a way to meet somebody and just it matters where you meet people and then also prioritize you know what I'm saying uh thinking of the second p of princess activity prioritize your happiness you know I was hesitant to go to the dr because I was like I could use this money to go back home visit my family but I was like no I know myself and I'm gonna be bitter if I look back on life and they didn't even appreciate me coming to see them I, the best thing I can do for myself is make myself happy, travel and see the world. I've already seen my hometown. There ain't nothing back there. Let me go see the world. And to my fellas, my pursuers, first things first, you got to know a princess hoes, we doing bad by ourselves. You know, women are making money. We independent and sex toys are only getting better. So you got to have something to contribute. Make sure your conversation's on point. You know, make sure you know how to use them hands. You know, make sure you put some effort in some romance because I'll never forget this tweet. It says that a man, you're never in competition with another man. You are only in competition with a woman's alone time. Like many women will rather have dinner by ourselves than entertain a goofy, someone who makes us feel like an option versus a priority. You know what I'm saying? So just come correct with you. If you want a princess, so if you're trying to pursue her, 
know that she could do bad by herself. And then secondly, as a pursuer, you want to be someone we can brag about. You know, the lady who I ran into on my flight down to the DR, I was so happy for her. Like, wow. I just love seeing a woman well love. Like the fact that she said he's nice to her. I could tell he wasn't intimidated by her intellect or her ambition or her confidence. And the fact that he bought that ticket for her, it just show I just love a, a well-loved woman. And just thinking about how to how I said, like there was so many men trying to holler at me, but they was hollering at me as I was walking the streets of the DR. Like, like as women, we want a good story to tell our friends of how we met you. You know what I'm saying? Because I always ask people, oh, how did you meet your spouse? How did you meet your spouse? Like you, we don't want to tell our friends, oh, we met someone while they smoking a square on a porch or drinking a 40 ounce on a porch. Like, no, we want to be proud of you. And then lastly, definitely romance, y'all. Definitely romance, fellas. One thing I really enjoyed while being in the Dominican Republic was seeing men and women sitting on the rocks, hugged up, or they'll sit on the side with a blanket, some chairs, they'll drink some beer or some wine, just vibing with each other, having some good conversations. So, fellas, make sure you research your princess. So, find out what she wants. And it's not about super expensive dates. It's about taking the time to get to know her or seeing something or introducing her to something that she never experienced before. That's how you're going to pursue a princess. So is just putting in that effort, making her feel special. Like, ooh, we. So, yeah, I can't wait for my next trip. I don't know where I'm going, <laughs> but I hope to go back to DR very soon. So thank y'all for listening to my podcast. Make sure y'all follow me on all social media, SweetPasta1000, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as OnlyFans. And on my TikTok is SweetPasta1000. I think it's underscore. I had changed it. But yeah, just look me up. I promise you'll find me on, on online. Until next time, bye.